0: To the Howimo Podcast, hosted by Pastor John Bosco Jita. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 p.m. as we teach and reprove one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to the Lord. Heart of Worship Ministry, the Christian Family. The Ho podcast hosted by Pastor John Bosco Jita. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 p.m. as we teach and reprove one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to the Lord. Heart of Worship Ministry, the Christian Family. I was cursed to carry
1: this I was listening to.
0: First one to join. Uh, thank you so much. We are waiting for our. We are waiting for our speaker and other people to join in. Yeah, let's remind them in the group to come and join in. So as we wait for other people to join in, we had our first session and it was by Papa Davis. Uh, I learned a lot from that session and I hope you all learned something. Yeah, I learned that someone who loves does not give up singles. When you start loving someone and you really love them, don't give up on them, you know? I learned that God is our role model, because God loves us and He he has never given up on us. He has always loved us. So if you love someone, if you're willing to get into a relationship, you should never give up. True love never dies, that's what I learned. Um, I also learned that um, we do not not have to be proud when we are in a relationship don't think you're too beautiful or too handsome or anything like that don't be too proud you know you need to be humble need to be humble Um, I also learned that we have to stay away from fornication guys Fornication comes with, um, it comes with punishments, so we have to stay away, we, actually the bible used the word flee, we have to flee, like just run away, it's danger ahead, we have to flee from fornication, it's not a good thing, for those who don't know what fornication is, that's uh um, how 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 do i describe that that's like getting into sexual acts with someone you're not married to guys you have to learn to be patient we have to be patient We have to be patient patience is one of the fruits of the holy spirit so guys we need to you know be patient i also learned that in order to avoid fornication we should get married You know, you can't be dating for five years. You should get married. There is no way you're going to avoid, um, there is no any other way you're going to avoid fornication apart from getting married. And we should be patient. We should wait for the perfect time. You know? I also learned that true love shares. Love shares. We should share. Share everything. Share your thoughts. Share your ideas. You know? True love shares. Um I also learned that what else did I learn? I also learned that true love is unconditional. True love is unconditional guys. Yeah, you don't have to love someone because of anything. Mm-hmm yeah that brings us to a point that i really loved so much it said that we have nothing to attract good to us there is nothing that we can do that can attract good to us nothing we are sinners we are i don't know god doesn't love us because we are beautiful god doesn't love us because we are this because then he prayed so much or because you know god doesn't love us because of that but God loves us because he loves us there is no reason why he loves us he just loves us you know there's no reason so if you're going to love someone do that love someone without any reason because all those reasons will disappear all those reasons will run away Uh, pastor Tony you are welcome you are welcome Um, please call in please call in if you can Afia Afia I won't read the second name but you are welcome this is Heart of Worship Ministry and this is our singles conference, today is our first day and this is our second session of the day you are all very welcome and we are waiting for Pastor Tony, to call in, so that we can start our session. Pastor Tony is going to be our second speaker of the day. I hope you have your notebooks ready. I hope you have your Bibles ready, and you know your minds set and ready to and ready to learn something from this session again. Mm-hmm. To again, think, you know, putting in your data, your time. And being dedicated. Thank you so much. Has, Lynn, and join us for the session. Welcome to the HoWiMo Podcast, hosted by Pastor John Bosco Jita. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 p.m. as we teach and reprove one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to the Lord. Heart of Worship Ministry, The Christian Family that they talked about in our previous session and you really 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 liked it or it really touched you please feel free to type that in the comment section please feel free to type that in the comment section
2: hello penny
0: yes pastor tony you are welcome
2: yeah I was yeah I was calling in and uh, hope maybe someone hadn't seen to allow me in
0: oh sorry about that
2: uh well good afternoon to some of us in Uganda and maybe good morning to those uh, in Europe probably I want just find out whether I am very clear with my sound because I'm using a very you know cheap device. Please share with me if I am clear and if that volume is enough.
0: Pastor Tony, you are Tani. very clear. <laughs> You're just undermining right. the device for nothing.
2: <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Uh probably later uh, let me open up in prayer. Thank you. Uh, Dear Lord, just thanking you so much for this opportunity uh, to talk to the, you know, to the singles, to those that are dating and to those that will date, I think, from this conference. I thank you for the first preacher, for the first, you know, discussion that happened and we thank you that your Holy Spirit is teaching us a lot and we pray that that same Holy Spirit is going to continue even to enable me and the rest of the team to learn through your word. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, to first introduce myself, I'm David Tone, a uh, pastor in Ugendavara, a church called Ugendavara Community Church. I serve with Word of Life Uganda as a global missionary to Uganda. And I am married to one woman called Anita. And God blessed us with a baby boy called Jedon Amal. And we celebrated our first anniversary on the 26th of February this year. I am diving into a topic where I am just a student and I'm just a newcomer in it. But well, by God's grace, we will have to to share this. So I'm given these means uh, about 50 to an hour to, you know, share about love and submission. Well, for the past three months, I've been talking to some youth this side about the same thing, love and submission. And I thank God for the questions that are coming in and what we are learning from each one of us. And I'm just adding on on that. Yeah. Well, uh, to me, I will first maybe define what love is. This is my, uh, my personal definition. Um, love is an emotional act. You know, when I mean emotional act, emotional are things that aren't stable, are things that change. So, it is an emotional act of caring, you know, thinking and giving in on for someone conditionally or unconditionally. I want to repeat that. An emotional act of caring, thinking, and giving in for someone, conditionally and unconditionally. The word condition and conditionally, hope the, our guy is not. But conditionally just means you expect something out of giving and caring. Unconditionally, you are just doing it. And you don't even assume or think that anything is going to come out of it. Then the word submission means the act of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. And I want to, these, these uh, definitions are from the biblical perspective. And we had our brother Davis talking about, you know, husbands love, then women submit from the book of Ephesians. Well, I'm just adding on to that. I will not really speak what he has already spoken, but I'm going to pick up a few things that I thought God is putting on my heart. So we have heard what love is, and we have types of love. It's very important for us to know types of love. You know, many of us say, the word love with four letters has so many meanings. The first one, the first type of love, for those who have maybe a notebook and write it down, is called storage love. S T O R G E storage love, and that is the family love. The love you have with your relatives, you know, auntie, you know, a sister, you know, cousins, you know, in-laws. That's the storage love. The other kind of love is what we call the agape love. The agape love is the divine love, the God's love, the love from God, like the one you hear in John 3.16. For God so loved. The love that God has for his creation or for his people is the agape love. Another type of love is called the filial love. Filial love is the friendship love. Like all of us have friends here. Of both sexes, female or male. So, anybody that is your friend, maybe you've been studying together, eating together, so that's filial love, friendship love. The other kind of love is self love. This is where you love yourself, you love your own or own love. Well, it happens, I haven't seen it yet closely, but this is between you alone. We have what we call unrequited love. That's one kind of one-sided love by one person. You are two people in a relationship, but someone decides to love him or herself alone, does not want to share love. Then we have the other kind of love very fast, which is platonic love. Platonic, you know, seems like a physics word, but it just means an attraction between two people. But not sexual. You are not dating someone. You're not having sex with someone. You are not married to someone. But you feel you love that person. And this is now to the opposite sex. I've seen men, I've seen boys and girls in this kind of relationship where a girl just loves the guy. You know, you just love the girl. But there's nothing sexual to it. Well, it has great challenges because at the moment you reach at that level, you are about to kiss, you are about to to do anything. So it's quite uh, horrific, but it's the last thing actually you do before you propose or before you now decide to clearly love someone. So it's called platonic. You are just there, you feel that strong intimacy for one another, but you are not meeting sexually you are not meeting you know physically the other one is obsessive love it's also another dangerous love it can offend it can even harm someone this is why you love someone so much that you you can even kill you can even you may not even want that person to even talk to anyone so it's called obsessive love and to some of us it is very common i've seen People that have even committed suicide because maybe they have disappointed them. So something obsessive that takes over you when you lose your senses just, you know, for someone. Then we have what we call conjugal love. Uh, This is the compassionate love. It is intimacy and commitment and mostly for the married people. So those are the few things I can, the few types of love I can bring in now here. But there are so many. When time allows us, maybe during the other sessions, we will share about that. And because we are here, we are singles, and we have people that are planning not to be singles, and you know, so I want us to, to look at the biblical way of love and submission. And the kind of love we are going to look at now is probably conjugal love, the love that it's where the love, where the purpose, on the end result, is getting married, and I think that's what all of us are, are really talking about. Now, staying single is not a sin; it's one good opportunity of just you know, it's enjoyable staying single because you won't go through all these things I'm going to talk about. Uh, but if you wish to, maybe not stay single, because love is a choice. You can choose not to love and you can choose to love. But for now, I'm going to go to the directions of those that are single with an aim, you know, of finding someone or a life partner. Pastor Tony, can you hear
0: me? i think his network is off i think we lost him i think we lost him yeah so today guys i want to welcome you again welcome to the singles conference welcome to the singles conference again this is heart of worship ministry want to encourage all of us who are not in the group in the whatsapp group to share our numbers in the comment section so that we can be added in the group this helps us a lot uh, because in our whatsapp group we share a lot of updates we have programs that go on on a daily Please, if you would love to be a part of our WhatsApp group to write your number or type your number in the comment section and you'll be instantly added. So as we pass that Tony to come back, we've lost him because of network, maybe. I don't know what, what really happened, his network is off. So. As we wait for Pastor Tony to come back, um, what do you guys did you guys learn from our previous session? We'll talk about our previous session for those who are around in our previous session. Um, what you learned, um, what you really caught. Uh, What point really caught your mind? What point did you take home from our previous session? Please go ahead and type. Jovi Red Girl said, uh, Love is, Love is, Uncondition, I think she wanted to say, Love is unconditional. Yes, love should be unconditional because if you love someone for something, then there's a problem. What if that thing disappears? What will happen? You know, what if that thing that you love that person for disappears? What happens? Uh, true love never dies or rots. Yes, true love will always be alive. True love will always be alive. Guys I want to encourage you to to I meant unconditional. Yeah. I want to encourage you to share what you learned from the previous session or even what you've learned so far in the session that we are in now as we are trying to get Pastor Tony back. Conversation that was taking place, and I think let's let me check out something here just a moment. Yeah, the ladies have been in the WhatsApp group, the ladies have been blaming the men and the men have been blaming the ladies and we don't know who is who so the the argument was men don't want to take on their responsibilities today and the ladies love more than than the ladies love more than the men and the and the and the men were saying the ladies Don't want to make decisions and they want to leave everything to the men. So, what do you guys think about this? Why do you guys think about this? (laughs) Feel free to say something in the comment section. Let's get interactive. Feel free to say something in the comment section. If you can call in, feel free to do so as we wait for Pastor Tony to. I'm back we're trying to get him back the other men are saying that the ladies they don't want to involve in decision making and yet this relationship is for both of you and the men and the ladies are saying hey we are loving you so much we are giving you everything and you guys are not really um You guys are not uh, doing the same. You're not submitting. You're not um, loving us back. Someone said the men pretend to be busy. (laughs) It was really a very heated up conversation. And I'd like to know what's your take on that. Do you think the ladies are right? Or are the men right? Or are they both wrong? And maybe you have something different from that. Jovi says, I think it's a matter of each one to know his or her office. Uh, Okay, his or her office. But today we have something called um, gender equality. Today in our world, today we have something called gender equality. And today it's not like back in the day when... The men had their position, and the ladies had their position. The men back then would take care of the family. They would, um, they would do the hard work, and the ladies would stay home, take care of the family, would stay home, you know of course take care of the family, um, do the cooking, do the cleaning, the washing and all that stuff today. That has changed. Today, men cook as well. Today, women, they go to work as well. We have families where a man and a woman have both gone for work. This ha- this is a family that has kids involved, you know? So, uh, whoever comes back first cooks the food. So, Javi, where do you think this takes us? Uh, I mean, in this, I mean, we can help And giving a hand where needed or where necessary, but not so much crossing one's lane. Yeah, Javi says we don't need to cross our lane. You can can help your wife out, you can help your husband out when they have a problem, but you don't have to, you know, cross your lane. You don't have to cross your lane. You don't have to... um, become the wife or you don't have to become the husband now what do you think the bible says about gender roles in that matter What do you think the bible says about gender roles in that matter what is a husband expected to do biblically and what is a wife expected to do biblically if you have anything um if you know anything if you have a, if, if you have any idea what the bible says about gender roles what a woman is supposed to do feel free to share with us and tell us yes jennifer you are welcome to the singles conference this is heart of worship ministry Thank you so much for tuning in. This is our second session. We had our first session in the morning by Pastor Davis. And that was from 11 to 1. And our second session is on now. We just lost our speaker, but he's coming. And at the moment, we are talking about gender roles. What do you think... Um, a woman or a man a woman and a man what do you think they're supposed to do biblically what are their roles biblically if you have any ideas please feel free to use the comment section let's use the comment section let's share we are here to learn from one another and have fun of course so please share what you think the women are supposed to do and what the men are Supposed to do in a relationship or in a marriage. Um, Jovi says biblically, the Bible tells men to love and women to submit. That's one. All right. So, Jovi says the the Bible tells the men love the women, and for the women's role, it's to just submit and submit to the love. That's all that we have to do. Titus 2 5. All right, let's see what Titus 2 5 has for us. Titus. Alright, Titus 2 5 says um, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands. That's the word of God. That's the word of God may okay. That the word of God may not be reviled. Um all right, this is for the wives. The Bible in Titus two five tells us to be self controlled, to be pure, to work at home, to be kind, and submissive to our own husbands, that the word that the word of God may not be reviled. Yes, so if we are self controlled, it's not easy to, of course, live with someone. I've lived with friends for just a day, and it's not really easy we really need self-control because you're going to stay with this person for the rest of your life so you really need that self-control you need it we need to be pure we need to be pure by this i think it means we need to have pure hearts we need to be um what other word can i use for pure we need to uh love purely like in we need to um I, i'm trying to look for a word that i can use for pure we need to love with honesty thank you Pastor John bosco we need to be honest you know we need to be honest to our partners that is a very important thing Imagine staying with someone, even when they're not your partner, they're just your friends. You know, you need to be transparent, honest, all those are words to mean pure. Imagine staying with, even when they're just your friends and it's not like a husband or anything. But imagine staying with someone, but every time, every single day, you're finding out something new about them. You're finding out some habit, you're finding out some other thing that they did, you know, it gets tiresome. It tires the heart yeah so uh, the other one was working at home by working at home I think it's it's very rare to find a man who cares where the plates are who cares who cares about the colors of the curtain who cares whether the tablecloths are washed. It's usually the ladies who naturally it's on a bigger percentage, it's the ladies who do things. And naturally I believe we as ladies or women were created for that. To take care of the home. But the children. It's usually the ladies who know how many scars the children have, how the the children sleep how the children usually the ladies. it's not natural for them it usually comes natural for the ladies so by working at home i believe they talk about raising the kids taking care of the home you know Ladies don't do that a lot, we have helpers that come in and today a lot of us, a lot of the ladies have neglected their responsibility in that matter. Today money works, you know, (laughs) you just get someone, pay them off and they they play that role for you. But be reminded it's a role, yeah we ought to be kind. We ought to be kind. You have to be kind. You know, you need to be kind. You can't manage a family. You can't manage a group of people when you're not kind. Because people will anger you sometimes. You need to be kind to understand what these people need. As You as the caretaker. You as the lady. You as the mom in the house. You have to be kind if you are going to understand your husband you have to be kind if you're going to understand your children you have to be kind enough to know that okay it's time for them to have lunch you have to be kind enough to know that okay yes they did something wrong but i have to forgive them that way the family can work or or the family can um, work together the family can grow together the family can be strengthened Because you're kind enough to care for each other. You need to be kind enough to care for each other. We as human beings, we are not easy things. (laughs) Human beings are the most uneasy thing on this planet. But we need to approach each other with kindness. We need to approach each other with kindness. Otherwise, there's there's so many reasons for us to be angry at each other. There's so many reasons for us to get annoyed there are so many reasons for us to do uh all that other bad stuff but because of the kindness it acts as a shield it shields all those things and while it's shielding it's strengthening the family it's keeping us together it's keeping us strong it's keeping us growing together and it also says and submissive to their own husbands yeah we need to be submissive to our husbands because this is a whole order husband wife children you know so if you have that kind of order it's like being in a company and you're working you're you let's say I'll, I'll i'll use my field i'm a reporter Usually, in my field, it's the, um, I'd say, the media manager, and then the chief editor, and then the reporters. So, if we have reporters, uh, usually, in the morning, reporters are assigned what to do by the chief editors. They tell you what stories you're going to write, where you're going to go, where you're going to source your stories from, and so on. So... If we have a company, a media company, and there is no such order, there's nothing like in the morning, you come down, sit into a meeting, and you're given, and someone has the final authority, you find that seven reporters, they all want to report on the same thing, you know? And since there is no one, you know, having the final word or maybe someone guiding, everyone will do whatever that they want, and... When things are done that way, of course, we all know what's going to happen next. It's, it's going to be a mess and nothing will work out. So for us being submissive, it means we're being submissive to the fact that godly-wise, godly, godly wise, it's, uh, things are done in an orderly way, you know? We need to have that final person in the family. We all can't be the final people we all can't be, I can't be the one who has the fine authority. He can't be the one to have the final authority. Imagine we have a conflicting loyalty. And I'm saying, this is what we are supposed to do. And he's saying, this is what you're supposed to do. You know, in such matters, you find that if there is no submissiveness, if one of the two can't be submissive uh, to the other, it means there is going to be conflict in the home yeah and lastly it says we all do we do all those things so that the word of god may be reviled someone help me find the meaning of the word reviled i don't even know if i'm pronouncing it rightly so uh kaleb you are welcome you are very welcome to this session uh tina you are welcome this is the singles conference and this is our second session we had our first session in the morning and this is our very first day of this day two of this two-day conference so you are welcome feel at home and right now we are discussing gender roles biblical gender roles of the husband and the wife in the family feel free to use the comment section and share with us what do you think the bible says about uh what do you think the bible says about uh gender roles of the ladies and the men in a home or of the husbands and the wives in the home yeah Afia. Af- yeah. af- yeah. Chelera, Afia Chelera, you are welcome to the singles conference. Yeah. So someone says reviled is the same as blasphemed. Okay. So what does this say? It says Titus two five says to be self controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands. That the word of God may not be reviled, and someone tells us that reviled is the same as blasphemed. So when we look into all these points or issues, it means they they all point to one thing: peace or love. They all point to love being prevailed. They all point to peace, a peaceful home. You know. So if there is peace, if there is love god's word of course prevails it's not blasphemed. so thank you so much jovi red girl for that for that scripture we've learned i've learned quite a number of things yeah someone also says still jovi says so for men since the bible says they are the hand they are to provide and in general to see that his family or home is satisfied with everything where needed a man can sit his wife down talk about it and see how to solve it okay for men since the bible says they are the hand the bible says men are the hand. i didn't know that so uh, i think she's trying to mean that it's the duty of the men to make sure that the house or the home never lacks, that everyone is provided for. It's the duty of the men. It's the duty of the men to make sure that the ladies are provided for, the family is provided for, the the children's school fees is paid, the bills are paid. Ah, our men are saying hello, hi to all the guys in this uh, conference. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing great. So she says, the Bible says they are the hand. You are the hand. Usually, if it's work, the hand is the one that does that work. And by the way, when you look at it, when you look at the hard, hard kind of jobs I rarely see women um, climbing these electricity poles we usually have problems with our transformer in our in our area but it's always the men that I see going up there to fix the electricity the wires and all that stuff when it comes to plumbing you see the men they're doing the hard stuff you know it's natural it's natural that the men do this kind of stuff not all of the men we have some women who actually (laughs) are strong enough to do that and they have these big bodies so javi thank you for pointing that out yeah the men should be reminded to provide for their families however in our era today the women they do some work as well and put something on the table because at the end of the day this is a life that involves the two of you it's not just for the lady it's not just for the man someone talks said something in the group and they were saying a lonely a lonely marriage cannot exist or it has never existed you can't be in a marriage on your own so it's two people involved so as long as you're working for the good of the family i personally think it's okay it's okay for the woman to do some work as long as she can handle it with her natural or her basic responsibilities as a wife or as the mother in the home someone says um then i wonder which which equality we are which equality are they talking about when they leave all things to men in terms of provisions? Yeah, so when it comes to that point of gender equality, today we've had a lot of things come up, things like feminism, things like gender equality, gender equality roles, and i pass pers- personally i don't believe that i don't believe in gender equalities because we can never be equal the fact that we are different the fact that you're female and i'm male makes it just obvious we can't be equal you are female and he is male we Can be equal you are two different things it's like saying um what 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 example can I say? It's like saying uh, these are just two different things that we might have a connection as we are both human beings, but we are two different things. We are two different kind of equal. The fact that what makes me different is that i'm a woman what makes you different is that a man you're a man so there is no way we are going to come to us a-
3: just fight in the
0: am being a man that's natural of us i personally don't don't really believe <laughs> in gender equality i feel like this is just a group of people that have their own people who just don't accept who they are and they just want the privileges you want to be a woman and you also want to be added on the privileges of a man because at the end of the day, most of the feminists, they want to take the good part of the man. They don't want to take the bad part. They don't want that part of the men doing the hard stuff, you know, the man uh, climbing those electricity poles, guys. No feminists want to do that. They want to be the CEOs because that's the soft work, that's the, the, the cool work, you know. They want the good part of it. But if you want to be equal, then it means we're going to share the challenges that the men go through. They are going to share our challenges, something that's not going to happen ever in the history of humanity. It can never happen. We have challenges that are specifically for the females, challenges that are specifically for the females, and challenges that are specifically for the males. So if you're out there and you're a feminist, I don't mean to hurt you. I don't mean to hurt your feelings. I'm just saying what I feel, and I'm just sharing what I think and what I believe. Yeah, jo- Jovi says we can't be equal. It are those who say gender equality, they are wrong. However much a lady out something on a table doesn't mean now you have become a man. Very right we forget now i think this problem comes from what defines us what defines a man and what defines a woman to you so to some people what defines a woman is what she does what she wears where she goes you know what she says and that's all but that's all that defines a woman these are things that are doable as human beings we can adopt these things I can wake up and look at uh, and look at someone and look at Caleb and see what he does in the morning see what he wears and put it on go to the same places he goes to go to the gym and that doesn't mean I've now become a man People will look at me and they'll, they'll wonder and they'll be like, what's wrong with her? Why is she putting on men's clothes? That means I'm not defined as a man because I wear like men or because I put on as men as a man. I'm called a woman because I'm a woman. Because I'm naturally a woman. There's, there's nothing. I don't know how I understand it, but I hope that... Uh, our, I hope that our feminists out there get to, I hope that our feminists out there get to think more about that ideology. Some of us still need a lot of explaining when it comes to that. Uh, Jovi still says, um, jovi still says still as a lady you ought to be submissive and do your responsibility as a lady at your home the ladies have dropped their responsibilities today that is a fact the ladies have dropped their responsibilities today today we think because i provide the food because i do everything i'm now the man you know but that's not how it really works that's not how it really works yeah we are trying to have our speaker pastor tony on but i think the network is really disturbing him please let's pray for him where you are let's pray for pastor tony's network to be on Yeah, I see he's trying to connect, but something is not adding. Yeah, so as we wait, (laughs) we can still talk more about our gender responsibilities. Where do you think the men have failed? Where do you think the men have failed in their responsibility? And what are the men? I
4: have a quality.
0: Oh, thank you.
4: The question I have is that uh, women say that, okay, same women who say that, those who talk about gender equality, uh, they are doing something wrong, and they are same women when they are in their statements and the way how they phrase their heart issues through explanation, the text and so on, they show the same idea, the same perspective. Because when I read your text, I can know really what you think someone taking a moment of texting something in other words you've used your heart you speak in your heart that this is really for me i see so if you say that those who are uh, talking about gender equality they are wrong they don't know what they're talking about this is what is going on this dot com era that we are we are struggling with they talk about equality but equality stops I don't know where it stops. When it comes to the best skin needs, what really we need at home and so on and anything, they even don't yeah. want to, to talk about equality. Now, when it comes to mind to provide best skin needs, that's when they bring in the perspective of gender equality. Guys, which is which? Yeah. So that's the kind of the world that you have. Even I don't know what equality are you looking for? What really are you looking for that you know you do not receive or that you do not see? not seeing something doesn't mean that you need to be because equality means you are coming to be at the same level at the same level if i'm a president the equality that you're looking for you are uh, in my circles it means you want to be a president like me that is equality in other words you are requesting for the rights people to recognize you in a community that you can that you can also be a president doesn't matter what and always always rights and equality they go with this following statements it doesn't matter whether the race whether the color whether the height whether the what and so on so if it's like that and when it comes to relationship wise people are talking about yeah. equality and other things why do some things you need equality and other things you don't show equality so we need to ask ourselves all these things Developing a lot of questions is going to help us always to have the grounds, the better grounds. Women are saying that men are not easy and they're accusing them from top to the top, from top to the uh, out, from top to the down, to to the bottom. The same way the men are doing the same thing to the women. When are we going to end this battle, my dear listeners? Where are we going to end this battle? Always we complain against each other. Whom do we expect that is going to be 100% perfect in every relationship that you're talking about? Every single day, every single step that we take in life, always there is what you call sacrifice. Pain happens because we are dealing with people putting on fresh, which is already corrupt. And every day things are happening in a weird way, awkward way, the other way, and this way. So I need, to be little, uh, I need really to be... Um, I really need to be advised on these issues. I need to be really encouraged and given the, persp- uh, the opinion from other people. What do you think about these things? Because this is what the community does. This is what the .com Era does. This is what's happening everywhere. You understand? So I'm really begging. We should not see this, uh, this case as if it is going to one side. side, one side. It's not should be a case for just um, on the side of men, and therefore we need to nail and crucify men because they are not easy. They are doing this and doing this, and something interesting in relationships, in courtships, in issues of marriage, always the partners, each and every partner is looking at his side as a good side, but when we when you look in others, sometimes even they don't talk about their side. Why don't you talk about the mistakes that you made? Maybe you could have led to the same problem to happen. Why don't you talk about the shortcomings that happened that you did? Why don't you talk about the late time that you always came during the, the during the dating times? He told you that we are meeting at eight. At what time did you come? Do you know that even missing a minute can cause someone to get annoyed? Do you know that even missing some seconds can cause someone to get nervous? Have you ever realized that? Have you ever applied any, any way or any trick or maybe applying the, 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 what you call the consoling, the consoling statements? I'm sorry, forgive me, and so on. Whatever you start a conversation, you start out with for you what you think that that is supposed to be the ruling statement or that is supposed to be the starting point of what you want. But have you ever realized that such things are required and needed? Can we look for both sides, men and women, girls and boys? You're talking about any other person's mistakes. You think that for you we are doing everything right. How do you know? Have you ever discussed with that guy or with that girl and you really you got to the top? Sometimes people are having the narratives whereby they say, for me, I just keep quiet, let him do whatever he wants, and mm-hmm. just keep quiet. Why? The only way that you can realize the weakness of your neighbor and the strength of your partner is all about communicating to each other without communication, without knowing how really this thing is going to happen in this life. There's no way how you're going to have connection all together. Every time you're going to be against each other. every time you're going to be raising these statements. Men are not easy. Men are not good people. Men are like this. Well, they did this. They do this. We shall be in they do, they do, they do, they do, until when? Should we now wake up in the morning and we say, okay, if you're speaking like that, then it means no marriage. Leave it. Stay single forever. Why do you suffer? Who told that being single is a problem? <laughs> then stay on. So it's because you talk about men and you're showing us that we really men are bad. So in other words, even a person who's thinking of entering into a relationship is going to think, Men are bad. Lastly, most of times, even parents, they don't know how to counsel, advise their children. Most of parents, they don't know how to advise, they don't know how to counsel their children. They always tell them the negative part, mostly. Tell someone the good thing in what someone is intending to do. Then show the consequences of what if someone does something good, what consequences are expected? If someone is to do something bad, what consequences are to be expected? So all the things need to be really looked into. Okay? But we find parents, you know what? They are going to give you HIV. Yes, we know. Then what? That should we take it that sex is just always we're going to get diseases? Has anyone, everyone in this world uh, playing sex is getting diseases? Know how to guide your children well. Know how to phrase the statements well. Show the disadvantage and then show the advantage. So that a child will not grow in a kind of a life fearing to do certain things, just thinking that maybe when I press sex, it's going to be a wrong thing. Why do we need to realize these things at this moment, even after suffering for so many years, just because of the mentality that our our parents put in our lives? That's what we drive in our heads. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, we need to think about that. Advise your child. Yes, you're saying that you've gotten a boyfriend, but this is what happens if you have a boyfriend when the time is not yet come. We have scriptures, and the scriptures they show us, do not awaken love before it's time. That's a nice scripture to build. Show how good love is. Again, show how the consequences can be if the love, if the true love is not handled in the right way. Madam Penny, that's my submission.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Pastor John Bosco, for that. And on that very point, I want to think that it goes back to the point of our parents. I want to think that it goes back to how how we are raised. Today, especially in the African kind of context, most of the children are, the relationship that we have with our parents is what we are not friends with our parents. Most of the children in Africa today, they are not friends with their parents. And some of these topics, our parents are maybe too shy to talk about them. And sometimes it's a taboo. It can't be talked about. How do you start talking about sex or a boyfriend or anything like that with your parents, you know, at a certain point? and these are at the very same parents when you reach a certain age that will ask you for where is your husband where is your wife why aren't you getting married you know and then and then the pressure comes in and yet they have not guided you through so you find that today the youths or young young, young people are struggling with marriage issues they're struggling with relationship issues they don't know who to share with today we are very lonely we we are very lonely generation you know people are finding um relief in internet in tiktok someone comes up on tiktok with a very hot a hot heart like their heart is hot and out of their heart like being heart they come and maybe give advice according to what they're feeling at that point. And maybe a thousand other people are going through the same thing. And the situations are different. But just because you're feeling pain and this oh, this person is also feeling pain, you follow what they're saying. Today, we have a world of... We, we are being um, consoled and canceled by the internet. The internet has everyone saying whatever that they want. It's not that much of a trusted source. So people are afraid of uh, facing the the religious leaders around. People are afraid of coming to the pastors because today everyone thinks pastors are a scam. <laughs> pastors are scammers, they just want to make money. Today it's actually today being a church girl or a church boy is not a trend, you're boring, either something is not right, you either have problems. So that's kind of a challenge. And my question to you, Pastor John Bosca, is that how do you think the church how do you think the church can help bring back this um how do i phrase the question how do you think the church can help the young people today in terms of relationships because our parents they have lost it our parents they don't talk to us our parents they don't even know what's happening in our lives they're either too tough or unapproachable or it's a taboo, they're either very shy, so we don't know what to do next. Um, I can see Pastor Tony is back. Pastor Tony, can you hear me? Uh, Please unmute yourself.
2: Yes, I'm hearing you now and clear.
0: Wow, we praise the Lord for that. Welcome back. Amen. It's been a Amen. hustle.
2: Yeah, technology, like I was using a device for the very first time.
0: Yeah.
2: There are so many things to to work out for for me to go back to your original page.
0: Oh, sorry about that. But we thank God that you're here.
2: Hope you got almost 20% of my message, or 90 or 70.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes.
2: All right, thank you.
0: So I'll let you continue with the message, if that's okay with you.
2: Well, I maybe to ask from your um, records. Where do you think I stopped from? What, I, what we, was I talking of?
0: We had just finished listing the types of love mm-hmm. and we were going to the, to how we can handle the conjugal kind of love in a biblical way,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. That's where we lost you from.
2: Oh, that's really very far. But let me try to. Did you get the passage I was referring to, Genesis 24?
0: Genesis
2: 24. That was the passage i given us for our our study
0: we hadn't gotten that genesis 24.
2: yeah genesis 24 to summarize it is is an example of how we can get to, to, to to get people to love uh how we can make right relationship how we can have a christian marriage It's just a chapter that summarizes how they got for Isaac a woman. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it all, Abraham, you know, gives clear direction to the servant that when you're looking for Isaac a woman, go to our home, go to people that are in the promise. To us, it can mean to go to churches, it can mean to marry someone of the same faith and that is the Christian faith, we are not advised at any point in time to fall in love with a non-believer. I know we'll have a lot of discussion on this but it's not advisable at all because someone who does not know God and marriage is between God and man and God is the guide, God is the director in this marriage thing. So you have to be with someone who knows him and you have to be knowing him personally. That's the way you will understand the whole concept of love or relationship because we are going to do it not our ways. We do it according to the Lord's. And when you see here, the guy Abraham sent to look for Isaac, a wife, he was praying to God. Yes, even though he had or he knew the qualities of a woman Abraham needed, but still he was praying to God to show him. Because the, 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 the marriage is not, the purpose is for, to fulfill God's purpose. If we get married to people because we want them, then there's a problem. We have to get married to people because we need to fulfill God's purpose and we see in the whole of the 67 verses you know uh, this guy moving you know choosing the right person even getting the families involved in in relationship with christian relationship your pastor has to know your your, your, um, sisters have to know your family have to know i have heard of families where my people are married and there's no one from their family knowing you see the blessing the family gave to rebecca in verse 60 of genesis 24 and they gave rebecca their blessing and they say to her dear sister may your family grow by thousands and thousands and may they take over the cities of their enemies so that prayer is really powerful in marriage. It can, it may be said by the church, it may be said by your friends, but at least don't date secretly. Christian relationship is not all about dating secretly. I know many of us here, we are having girlfriends, we are having boyfriends, and our pastor here, JB, is not aware of, and if he's not aware of, how is he going to guide us? Uh, Titus 2, verse 3 and 5, it's very clear that like let the older women teach the younger women on how to be, you know, how to take care of marriages. It continues also telling, let the older men also teach, you know, the young men on how to be faithful to their husband and how to, you know, stay in a biblical relationship. So it is important to have God in this step. The type, the therefore. Or oh, for you thinking of marriage is another day for praying. If you want to start dating, if you want to start thinking of any relationship, then now a prayer should be the very first thing. Okay, you will pray more. Maybe the other one has maybe I conclude that after giving Jesus Christ, the very, very second thing or the very most important decision we ever make in life is the marriage. Many people, the other thing that is going to miss people to go to heaven apart from salvation is the woman you marry, because that, decision that you make, you are going to stay with that person for the rest of your life. So it is second decision to committing to Jesus Christ. have so many boyfriends in our lives we'll have so many girlfriends in our our lives because this person you are loving is not because of beauty is not only because of sex It's not only so we look at marriage as a long-term decision with long-term you know positive effects but with so many challenges that you need god to
3: address. because of
2: time the rest we can talk them through questions and answer thank you so much
0: Thank you so much, Pastor Tony, for that. Believer. I've also learned that marriage is to fulfill God's purpose. And also that we don't need to date secretly. (laughs) We don't need to date secretly. And I've also learned that prayer should be number one in our marriage and that we need commitments in our marriage. Thank you so much for that message. And I'm going to go back to our WhatsApp group a bit and check out on the questions that were asked from there. And maybe that could be a starting point. Um someone was saying I understand some of these questions were already handled, so I'm trying to look for those that. Okay. Uh, someone was saying, "What are the things that can be discussed in courtship?" Uh, but certainly, there's a question. You can answer yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah, in
2: co- in what are the
0: things that can be discussed in courtship? Is the question.
2: Uh, courtship is the time of learning and knowing each other. In many of the courtships, it's all about questions. There will be so many questions. Ask millions of questions about the person you want to stay with. And it's also time to know whether a person is committed to what you have started. You can ask, for example, a question, how is your finances? How are your finances? For example, ladies, you don't enter marriage when you don't know how much your husband will be earning. You need to ask the questions that moment. What are the things you like? You know, where do you, or what the things you expect? So how many kids do you think you're going to have, you know? So, where is our wedding going to be? You know, what is the budget? You know, when are we getting married? You know, some of those questions may come from the man. The others may come from, from the female. But remember, if you don't discuss anything in courtship, and you discuss it in marriage, it is going to have some problem. Because in marriage, there is no turning back. You only turn back during courtship if i if you're a woman, you know this guy is broke, for example, he cannot take care of you, he cannot do anything. probably I wouldn't advise you even how much you love that person, but he doesn't know responsibilities then you're going to be in problems. You have to talk about that. how are you going to survive here I don't mean. That you should look for someone with money but someone should be having a plan on how you will be maybe feeding or where you'll be staying those are the things you really need to talk about courtship not sex sex is not part of it sex is in marriage we will learn it how to have it in marriage in christian courtship we do not go to singers you in kampala we call them the aunties we don't go to those people in christian courtship to teach us how to place sex that one is going to cause us it's going to tempt us that one is only done on your wedding day maybe the day before you set off to the honeymoon between either your best man and the, you know your matron probably those are some of the things that i can remember what is needed to be discussed in courtship. But don't forget the word of God. Keep on praying and keep on reading the word of God together.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you about that. Uh, Our second question is, um, someone asked and they said, what could be the red flag from a partner and i'm going to join these two questions what could be the red flag from a partner and how can one tell that he or she is the one but certainly if you can answer that in we have six minutes remaining yeah that's going to be our last question for this session
2: Uh, well that's quite a very wide one but to me again it is the word of god that show us what is right and wrong as you're talking this person whatever you are discussing compare it to the scriptures if the person is not prayerful if the person does not repent if the person does not know that does not respect and obey god in so many things the word of God clearly tells us what sin is, and that's what we base on to have the red flag. Like if you see there's no proof of salvation or assurance of salvation in that person, he he handles things in unbiblical way. That is automatically a red flag. Hope I've just answered that in a very short and you know.
0: Yes, thank you so much again, Pastor Tony, for that reply. Yes, I think the person who was asking that question, you've got your answer. And I would like to thank you again for accepting, for trying as hard as you could to make sure that you're here for the singles. May God bless you. We've I've really learned quite a lot. I've shared just a few words of what a few things of what I've learned from this session. Uh we well, thank you so much, Pastor Tony, for that message. And uh we are going to be having a closing prayer for this session. But before we do so, I want to Thank all the listeners. Thank you, Jovi, Red Girl. Thank you. Uh, A lot of people have been coming on and off, but thank you for coming. Thank you for being there and let's keep being there. I can see Becky, I can see, I saw Caleb. If I've not mentioned your name, forgive me, but thank you all for being here. May God bless you more, and I hope you're learning something out of this. Let this be a point of learning. Let's take something out of this. Let's not just burn our data (laughs) for nothing, but let's make sure, at least grab a point from every speaker, and at least let it apply in our lives. Someone called in. I hope that's Pastor Paul, Pastor Paul, do you have anything to say?
5: Not much. Of course, I've been in Kamoli learning. We have so many, many, many things to learn. And of course, which we don't know. But I would like to appreciate whoever has put in his or her effort to see as this day comes to pass. Personally, I'm in a long-distance relationship. There are things I didn't know that there should be applied in this relationship, and of course I believe it will work out. But by the grace of God, it is a bit tiresome, by the way. <laughs> I will have to testify that tomorrow, because I've seen it happen, whereby some of these long distance relations they have been seen failing failing why because of the two partners that are in that relationship so we have a lot to learn of course I'm so humbled to be part of these sessions but thank you for giving in your whole bananik where you and i would just love to appreciate each and every one i, I naturally them to see as this day comes to pass
0: amina thank you so much pastor paul for those remarks we can't wait for tomorrow to hear that um story <laughs> we can't wait for tomorrow to hear that story In just one minute, in just one minute, I'd like to request Pastor Paul to give us a closing prayer for this.
5: Oh, Father, we're here again before you. We are humbled by each and every word that we've heard We've been blessed. Continually to listen from your presence, may we put in place what we've been told that should be applied, especially and singles. Father, it's not by power or by might, but by the grace of the Holy Spirit. Enable us to put this word in action because blessed is he who hearkens to the words and puts in action the word and we just let go. Give us the strength to overcome each and every circumstances that are going to come our way as we move knowing more of you May your fear come back to the lives of the believers as Christian singles. Mm-hmm. May we continue to harken to your presence. May we continue to learn more from you. Just ready to receive you. Father, I dedicate this ministry before you. Dedicate each and every minister who has endeavored to put in everything they do to see that this ministry continue to run. Still have so many sessions, so many plans for this ministry, but it is you to fulfill. I dedicate each and every woman, each and every girl, and I pray that we come back with testimonies. Come next year, years to come, and we are tending people's marriage by the grace of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are praying, and I soak each and every one in the blood of Jesus, wherever they are, those who are in diaspora, those who are in Uganda, may you continue to bless us. Those who are married, I seal that covenant in the blood of Jesus continue to strengthen them. We denounce the spirit of divorce in the mighty name of Jesus. May God protect the singles wherever it went wrong or so fornicated before. May the blood of Jesus continue to cleanse us, to renew our minds. The Bible says we should be renewed by the word. By the grace of God, may our hearts be renewed. May our paths be renewed until we each a day to inherit the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for you have done it. Amen. And over to the programmer. But we are really oh. much blessed.
4: Amen. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for this evening, uh, for whatever that you've done. Pastor Po, I'm so really humbled. Thank you so much for your remarks, Jovi, everyone that have attended tonight, the program I just gotten some few issues with the internet, but everything is going to be fine. Now we have the last session today. It's going to start at, I think it is nine. Yeah, from nine up to um eleven something like that yeah that's how okay that time frame really helps us to put everything together and uh yes, it's going to be marvelous i'm really i personally I'm really so happy yes, thank you so much for the reminder from nine up to eleven p m and please most of people they come back from work at that time at least they have some really time to listen to god's word they can at least take some time and they attend feel free to attend feel free to call them please let everyone know same link that we are sharing ladies and gentlemen why don't you have a nice evening
0: welcome to the hoi podcast hosted by pastor john bosco Jita. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 p.m. as we teach and reprove one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to the Lord. Heart of Worship Ministry, The Christian Family.